Hi, Poppy fans, and welcome to the PO Forecast episode 19. Happy New Year, everybody. We're now into 2019. Cheers to everyone who's put up and listened to me and Matt Babylon for the start of the season. So into a new year and into part one. So part one, we're going to be reviewing the Fleetwood game. Following that, we'll go straight into the AFC Wimbledon game. And then in part two, we've got Matt's debate. Also, we're going to talk about a bit of transfer news, transfer gossip, all that kind of malarkey before going into part three, which we'll be previewing the Norwich game. The Norwich game. I like the accent there, mate. I can't, nice. I'll be honest, mate. I can't really do a Norwich accent. I can do a Southwest accent. Yeah, yeah. Because can. I used to live in Devon. So I just sort of transferred that a little bit. Watch enough of the Lord of the Rings and you'll be all right, mate. Lord of the Rings, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm top of, me and Matt will be taller than everyone else there. Right, anyway. Can I say that? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Matt, first game. Fleetwood. Yeah, yeah, what a result. What a result. What an absolute and, and what a surprise. The the line up, the goals scored. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. A five nil hammering. No, no, it was absolutely amazing, wasn't well, five it? Nil, five nil, five two hammering. Five two. I think <laughs> kiddie. I getting, think when we went, way excited. <laughs> I think when we went down two one as well, did you have that sinking feeling? I did, yeah, as I always do. Um it was I don't know, I think I felt after the Gillingham game. I thought we would get off to a good start and I thought we'd be quite comfortable up at Fleetwood. So to go 1-0 up quite early on, was it eight minutes, Ben Thompson scored? I just thought to myself, this is going to be the, the comfortable, comfortable sort of start to the game that we needed. And then it all just went a bit pear-shaped, didn't it? Just before half-time, really. It did, didn't it? And at that point, I remember, I was just thinking, oh, when are we going to get out of this slump? Because it has been a little bit... A little bit of a slump. Not massively, but it has felt like that. For me, it's felt like it. I think it's, it's definitely been a long, festive period in terms of football, you know, for Pompey. We've not... I thought we'd definitely come out with more points than we had done over the festive period. So, you know... Let's go for the game then. So, the goals, Matt. Yeah. Ben Thompson. Absolute screamer. Absolute screamer. I liked the, the little touch that took it away from the defender for him to, to get the shot off. It was absolute quality. Absolute quality. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that he managed to get some dip on the ball, it swerved down under the bar. It was just one of those shots that I just thought, yeah. all right, side him up. I mean, there was a, yeah, <laughs> there was a, there was a great video from uh, behind the Fleetwood end, uh, that end of the ground where it went in. and It, it, it was from that vlog, wasn't good. it? It was a young vlogger from Fleetwood, actually, yeah. I think, who, who uh, recorded that one. He did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he, he did quite a few interviews as well and he seemed to be uh, praising Pompey a lot. So yeah, I like that, mate. So if you just want to move down to Pompey, <laughs> yeah, get yeah. yourself a blue shirt, we'll welcome you with, you know, with open arms, mate. Yeah, yeah. And our manager's not an arsehole as well. So. Yeah, it's true. It'll be more PC than your one as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. So Jamal Lowe, Matt. Yeah. He's on the bounce, isn't he? Yeah. Three and two for him now. Um, first goal at Fleetwood, I thought was an absolute quality goal in my eyes I loved how he, he took his time and then drilled it back inside to the near post I thought that was a great finish composure yeah great composure um, but the second goal I thought was just terrible goalkeeping in my eyes I think as a goalkeeper and I mean not that I care about what Joey Barton thinks but as a manager I think you're going to be you know, screaming a little bit that that's gone in. He's, he needs to be a bit stronger there. I think Jamal's done the right thing to put that on goal. Yeah, yeah. With power. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Maybe you think he gets a corner or a parries out again yeah, or, yeah. or something like that. But, you know, it goes in and when it's going for you, and it's working. So it's, it's going well. Other goals, mate. Yeah, so there was Pittman penalty, which was tucked away well. You know, convic- uh, 
convincing. That's the word for it. Convincing. <laughs> convincing convincing penalty. Um, and then, uh, who do we have? Two from James, one from Ben, one from Brett. And ben Greg's going to be really upset. And Tom Walks. That was an absolute screamer. It was, wasn't he it? He literally bent that round with his left foot. Left foot as well. I know. It looks so composed when he hits it. <laughs> he just sort of like... You know when someone hits something and they know it's going to go in? Yeah, yeah. Well, he just really slowly trotted away from that, didn't he? Yeah, so... that was composed. Also, I feel like Anton Walks has had a lot of criticism from a lot of members of the, of the Pompey fan base before this performance, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure about him playing centre-back, I don't think that really, you know, we've seen him a couple of times do it and it just doesn't work. But I think, you know, he's been pretty consistent when, when he's played at right-back so far this season. I think he has. I think it's just been unjust. I think the problem sometimes is that Nathan Thompson's had such a good season that I think everyone kind of misses him when he's not in the squad and that's more where the criticism comes from than actual the performances that Anton's putting in on the pitch. No, I think so as well. And I think going forward, there's absolutely no doubt in his ability to get forward, to support yeah. the strikers, etc. Yeah. I mean, when I spoke to um, some guys from Atlanta, when yeah. we first got him, they said to me, look, Hugh, he's all right going up and down the field. He needs to work on his sort of like final ball and also work on his shooting. Well, if he can, if he can shoot like that, then mission accomplished, really. Well, yeah. And I mean, he's passing that that. I mean, obviously we'll talk about it later, but that pass in the Wimbledon game for Curtis before the goal, I mean, you can't complain about passing of that quality. So, all round, I think he's done a great job stepping in and, and I'm really impressed. So, Mike, give yourself a pat on the back, Anton Walks. Yeah. All keep, right. Keep walking this way. Keep walks this way. Love that. Right, so, the Fleetwood game, all good. You yeah. liking it? Anything you want to say about it, Matt? Yeah, well, I think we've got to cover the fact of Joey Barton's post-match comment saying that Pompey were the most average side to visit Fleetwood this season. Average side. Average side. Is he blaming the red card? I think he was to a certain level. I think, yeah, he definitely Two soft is. yellows is what he said. Two soft yellows, yeah. I mean, the the second one, you can't argue that. That that would be given anywhere on the pitch. It was just a, a, a foul for the lads. He was trying to take one for the team, in all honesty. And, mm. it's, you know, he's ended up getting sent off. But the first one... Yeah, it was definitely a booking for me. No, it was. You know, Ronan Curtis is actually bearing down on the goal yeah. then into a, a dangerous goal-scoring opportunity, especially for him in that yeah. position. Yeah. And he looks it's fuming, doesn't he? completely wiped him out. You know, yeah. Completely wiped him out. So so soft. I don't know what game he was watching, to be honest with you, but the bloke's been deluded pretty much all of his playing career anyway, as well as his managerial career. So Hopefully that's... I would like to know if that's one of the games that the, the board get annoyed about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well... I don't know. He, he probably went out on the town afterwards, mate, and slapped up a load of lads. He was probably up for a bit of, you know, Sunderland or something. So, well, you know, Fleetwood a big team, and yeah. uh, maybe they need a bigger manager, bigger name. Well, yeah. A bit more respect. Yeah, yeah. Someone who actually understands the game. I suppose, yeah. You know, someone who knows how to play football. Someone who respects a team at the top of the league and have just come and given her a little bit of spanking on their own turf. You know. Yeah. Knows how to tell his players how to improve. But good luck to him on that. Anyway. All right, Joe Barton. <laughs> anyway, so we'll move on to the Wimbledon game. Yes. Hard yes, fought yes. that game. Yeah, definitely hard fought. I think, on reflection, the way I would look at it is, it was a, it was quite a snatch of a goal, but. What a finish. I mean, I'm not taking away the fact the guy has hit an absolute screamer, but I mean, I thought it was a bit snatch and grab really from them, to be honest with you. And I think if we had dropped two points there, I would have definitely been saying they came and did a little bit of a job on us. But the response again, you know, I, I saw loads of comments on social media saying about 
you know, if that was a couple of years ago, that would have been one one or it would have potentially finished two one the other way. Yeah, you can see Paul Cook coming in and going, Oh, they part the bus and we had no responses <laughs> for it. There's no you know, so negative teams and yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But this time it wasn't the case and we found a way to win. Yeah, yeah. Um and obviously, you know, just before the show we were talking about, you know, Jamal's comments after the game saying that he wanted to to work on that side of, of his game, you know, following the following in. up. He knows when Ronan Curtis picks the ball up, when he moves into that position where he's gonna shoot he knows then he has to make a chance, take yeah. a chance, he was saying, and run in on it in case the ball bounces out. It bounces out beautifully to him. And Jamal's had a bit of bad luck, I'd say, yeah, going his, has, against yeah. him. Um, people got his back a little bit and now finally the ball's falling at his feet. And as all strikers and attacking wingers find, they're streaky and he's up to 11 goals. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, how much better does that look after, you know, what, a few, about four or five weeks ago, everyone was saying might be time to change him up a little bit. Yeah, put Andre you know. Green in the team to start. Why is Jamal yeah. Lowe starting? Well, um, answer the bell. And and credit goes to Kenny again there, because obviously, you know, that's keeping him in the team and keeping him playing and keeping him plugging away is, is only going to help his confidence. So, you know, and it's proven with, with three goals in two games. Indeed. And I think that... Do you have a player of the game, Matt? I mean... I can't keep saying Ben Thompson. I mean, the guy was absolutely everywhere again, wasn't he, really? Yeah. Um, I think I'm probably going to go with Ronan Curtis, really, to be yeah. honest with you. He, he got the assist, I suppose, for the first goal. Did brilliantly for the second goal. You know, I think sometimes you'd be looking at that sort of ball up onto the back post that's hanging in the air and you would be hoping that someone like Hawkins would be around there and not Ronan Curtis but yeah. great finish it's a great header isn't it yeah, yeah. he does that leap that jump it sort of reminds me of the way that Ronaldo jumps for a header <laughs> I've not said this before did you know what I mean when he just does that, that tall jump you sure you're not getting confused like CR7 RC7 could be <laughs> he needs to get his own boots range Ronan Curtis, <laughs> Ronan Curtis <laughs> get your own clothing range I reckon he'd like that yeah 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 alright Okay, yeah, so um, that was, yeah, I mean, for me, you know, I take six points from, from two games that, you know, looked on paper pretty easy, but... Done exactly what we wanted to do, Pompey, and also other teams dropping points around us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, so, um, obviously, after the Fleetwood game, Luton were away at Walsall that day. They were 2-0 down. Uh, unfortunately, they bounced back and got a 2 all draw. And then they uh, drew a stalemate on New Year's Day at home to Barnsley as well. I mean, Barnsley's the hard place to go, as we know. But I was actually hoping Barnsley picked the win up there. Unfortunately, they lost it right at death. 95th minute, was it? No, it was draw, 0-0. Uh, oh, am I talking about the Walsall game? Yeah, Walsall game they scored in like the 94th minute or something ridiculous uh, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the the um, the game at home to Barnsley was a nil nil stammer. I think Alex Mowat, Nathan Thompson's best mate, missed um, a good opportunity at the end. I think by all accounts from what I read, but irrelevant. But the the gaps now uh, opened up again, and it just looks a bit more sunny, doesn't it? Really? It looks pretty much the same as when it did against the um, Sunderland game. Yeah, back yeah. to where we were before. Yeah. So don't panic, Mister Mannering. It's all good. That's right. Right, that's the end of part one. We're going to roll into part two. We'll do some transfer gossip. We'll do Matt's debate. And we're back in a minute. Well, a few seconds. You're listening now. 
Welcome back to part two of the PO Forecast. And just before we get into it, I want to give a quick shout out to uh, two of our listeners. They kindly sent us a, a shout out on Express FM, which you can go back and listen to when uh, Jake Pompey Smith manages to upload it to uh, yeah, Apple Podcasts. Come on and listen to myself more often, mate. Yeah, Matt likes to listen to the sound of his voice in the bath. But no, big shout out, please, to Thomas, who's five years old and uh, listens to the podcast with his dad. He does, yeah. His dad, Brendan. Yeah, so I just want to say cheers, guys, the shout-out. And yeah, we'll hopefully catch you at a game soon. Yeah, catch you guys soon. So just send us a message on Twitter and we can meet up at a game. Yep. All right. Now, part two, transfer news. Pompey have made a signing, everyone. Drum roll. That's Bam the sound man. of a cannon. <laughs> yep. Andy Cannon has signed from Rochdale for 150k. Yep, that's correct. So, Matt, thoughts on this one? I've been speaking to some of the Rochdale fans. I've got one guy in my office, he's a Rochdale fan. He said, what the hell is Keith Hill doing? In a sort of Mancunian accent. In a sort of Mancunian <laughs> accent. Yeah, I've, I've heard there's a lot of frustration. I saw when when he, the day signed, uh, a lot of Rochdale fans commented and said that we've got a good in there. So, you know, jokingly, do, do you listen to a Rochdale fan? What do they consider good football? <laughs> but no. I'm, they're known for their good football, mate, Rochdale. They learn to play. They they, they learn to play. Over the years, they've always tried to play the right way. Um, they have. They lose. They see a lot of goals. Yeah, but they've always. But, they, but he's not a defender, so I'm not worried. Well, no, yeah, that's what I'm, that's what's happened. Aside the point, right? <laughs> yeah, he's a great. Matt's signing. all about the one 0 win. Everyone, that's why. That's it. Yeah, Arsene Wenger style, mate. Too attacking for you. I do that dance, don't I? Arsene Wenger style. You know, like Gangnam Style. I'd love that. Please, Matt's now going to record a video of that and put it on the uh, Twitter page. Yeah, no. <laughs> Stop setting me up. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so Cannon, I think what's what's what excites me about him is apparently you know, he's, a, he's a midfielder who could potentially play behind the striker. Rochdale fans rate him. He's still very young. He's 20, 22? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, I think he's 22. Um, he's scored six goals for Rochdale. This is the one thing that does disappoint me. He's got over 100 games. He's got six goals. Now, obviously, he's just come to the club, so give him a completely clean, fresh slate, and I really do look forward to seeing him play. But I think I want to see more goals. Yeah, yeah. I think you've got to trust that he's going to do the right job. And do you know what? I'll take 18 assists over goals, to be honest with you. If, if that's going to get a scoring more up front, I'll take that any day of the week. So could be a shrewd bit of business. We, you know, if I'm just complaining about the lack of goals that we've been scoring, that finishing touch to, to kill teams off, this could be it. This no, could be it. I agree. And also, I think he's excited to come. Apparently he said, I, I couldn't turn down Portsmouth. That was the headline. Yeah. In, in the, in the thing from the news article. It's been a long time since we've heard players saying that, isn't it, mate, really? Well, you know, we're now, we're a glamorous location and yeah. people now want to come here and, and that's great as well. And moving on then, that's a good signing. Number tick. Number tick. Big tick. Big right. Tick. <laughs> Moving forward. Number right. two. Number two. So we've got who we did get. Other rumours that we were going to get Jaden Stockley. Matt, you were quite high on him. I was, yeah. Um, but again, the, the fee was unrealistic for me. I didn't think that we'd be kind of spending that sort of money. £750,000 for the no. release clause trigger. As I said to you earlier, big move for him. You know, I'm really excited and I, I hope it, it comes off for him. You know, he's had a stint in the SPL uh, at Aberdeen. That didn't really go too emphatic for him. So I just hope that he finds his seat in the championship. Well done, Preston, on that one. Yeah, I was going to say, you're going to mention where he's gone. He's gone to Preston, everyone, in case yeah. you didn't know that already. Yeah, sorry, that's my bad. Not yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, saying, so, I hope it's a big move. Yeah, yeah, it's a good signing for them, I think. He's a good player. He would have fit up, up, you know, fit up front for us, but... 
Kenny Jackie did confirm that we he was never on our list of players that we we're looking for. So just the rumour mill in January does turn around as it goes. Yeah. Now, other one, Ryan Yates at Nottingham Forest. Now, I think Andrew Moon was mentioning that, you know, this is still very much on, but the issue is, is that Forrest, the chairman as such at the club, the ownership even, are hating on the manager. Yes. And even though I looked at the, the standings, they're seventh in the league. Yeah, they've just come off the back of beating Leeds 4-2 as yeah. well on New Year's Day. I, I actually spoke to some Forest fans today, Matt, in anticipation of the podcast, and they've said to me that none of the fans, all the man- all the uh, supporters basically, or anyone else of the club, are unhappy with the manager. It's just the owners. Just the owners. Who, I think they spent... 20 million. Yeah, they did spend a lot. I think they were mm. the highest spending championship clubs. And so, they yeah. expected automatic promotion with that money. But mm. the championship is a very competitive division. And you can't just expect to spend 20 million and just get out of it straight away. No, no, I get that. I get that. And obviously, when you bring in a lot of players as well, those players need to come together and, you know, find that right spirit, you know, and play, play the right football that suits them. So. You know, it's not all about money, is it? Because if you know, Leeds didn't spend big, have they? No, actually, no. Leeds didn't spend no. big at all, really. Um, but you know, nowadays, unfortunately, football is is a lot about money, and it is a lot about results. And if they're spending money, they expect results. You know, unfortunately, these owners nowadays, you know, and I just, I mean, seventh I feel, is not halfway through the season. No, it's not bad at all. I, I mean, I feel sorry for Cranker. He's had it a bit rough everywhere he's been, really. To mm. be honest with you, apart from obviously being under Mourinho and that, but. You know, his two managerial positions, he's he's had a lot of stick, even though he got Middlesbrough up, didn't he, as well? Mm. So, there you go. What can you say? But, I mean, hopefully... So, they're just basically... They need to, they need to plug this Ryan Yates situation quickly, in my eyes. I yeah. think it doesn't need to drag on all, all January. Are we going to have a long a long star situation again for Newcastle, otherwise? Well, yeah, that's it. You know, and, Oh, and shall we let him go? Shall we not? Is he in our... Because he was, he was actually on the bench for that game. For, yeah, he was on the bench against Leeds, yeah. yeah. So... I think if if they give the manager the seal of approval, he's then got the seal of approval since went out on loan. It's his choice then. So we'll wait and see what happens. Other transfer news. This is just transfer gossip. Jamal Lowe, he's been in the press. Sky Sports, Leeds. Yeah. Although Leeds fans said, is he going to cost more than £5? If so, we're out, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Nottingham Forest as well. Forest, West Brom, Middlesbrough. The list goes on. Yeah. Pompey fans, don't panic. I don't think there's absolutely anything in this. Well, Callum's He's... come out, hasn't he? Yeah. Like, which confirmed there's not a lot in it, to be honest with you. But it was interesting, you were talking about the transfer figure that, was it West Brom or Forest? Were Forest was saying about 12 million or something like that. Yeah. That's a, that's an interesting figure, to be honest Yeah, with you. but I don't think, that, I just don't think that's going to materialise. At the end of the day, as I said, it would have to be enough money like that to make it not worthwhile to potentially get promoted from the championship. Yeah. Now, Jamal Lowe's got 11 goals for the top team in the league and people are just putting two and two together and making five. That's yeah. exactly what it is. It's easy, lazy journalism. And <laughs> but yeah, people pump stuff out. Sky know that. I oh, will let Sky know that. Sky Sports, it's easy, lazy journalism. Yeah. They listen to the podcast, Matt. Let's just tell them. Yeah, yeah. well, they do listen to podcasts. I heard that they're hitting us up for their new Sky podcast next season but don't worry listeners we're not going anywhere <laughs> we turned them down Pas- passionately blue <laughs> <laughs> they want us to replace Paul Merson <laughs> did you let the soccer start there? 
Yeah, or it got more banned than that scummer that's on there. So. Yeah, the, the TCA. Yeah, I can't even say its name. Anyway, so we'll come back with some more transfer news in next week's podcast. We've done some more research and we'll ask around. But aren't you going to mention the big one, though, mate? Which the, one, the mate? Big transfer bill. What Steve <laughs> McNulty, mate, from Tranmere, the brick wall. Is that a genuine transfer thing, that? No. I believe um, Neil from the news was actually hacked and, and it was put on his It was. Was it? It generally was, yeah. Oh. Neil confirmed that himself as well. Neil Allen, mate. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's every person's nightmare who works in the sports industry. If you've not seen a picture of Steve McNulty, <laughs> just go check it out. I'm sure you've all seen him play... Luton at Fratton Park but he looks like a really old white version back in Fenwar well I mean Greg at Walks This Way is, is actually just tweeted to me and said um, it's like Akin Fenwar not going to the gym <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's pretty horrible to Akin Fenwar as well yeah. Yeah, yeah no no he definitely looks like I think he'd be perfect for a us, dance mate. player slip in like perfectly alongside Burge you know solid mate yeah I'm all game for this one <laughs> I want him to play left midfield instead of Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, anyway, mate. Yeah. Let's move on. Match debate. Yeah. Wait a sec. Yeah, Do you know what time it is, mate? I know what time it is. It's time for Match debate. That's right, probably fans. It's time for Matt's debate. And this week, Matt's going to lead us in with a question. Matt, what is it? So just quickly, not for the first time, he was just a little bit premature there, so I do apologise about that. Really? <laughs> okay, so um, Mr. Ian Dark, BT Sports commentator and fellow Pompey fan, tweeted this week. Yeah. Uh, kind of interested. Um, so I kind of took it on and put it out in a poll for you guys. So um, he tweeted... Bit of fan, a bit of research of recent seasons reveals 90 points would surely secure promotion from League One. Leaves Pompey needing 36 points from 21 games. Now that would be 33 from 20. Mm-hmm. I did my own research myself. Just wanted to kind of have a look. I told him the last episode to do some research. You and did. here he comes back that's with it. research. Yeah, that's it, mate. That's it. So, by all accounts, on the last five previous seasons, yeah. 88.1 points has guaranteed that you will not be in the playoffs and you'll go up automatically. Okay. But as obviously me and you have said, and I think a bit of discussion has been said as well, the teams in this league just have not stopped winning. They are pushing each other to the end. And I think there's going to be a little bit more higher sort of push on that. So I, I sort of put out the poll and... Um, it out of sixty eight votes, we had the highest percentage sixty nine giggity um, of people said that it would be between ninety to ninety five. No, I think that's fair because if we're thinking about this, mate, yeah, there's quite a big divide now, isn't there? Opening up, we've got us, you've got Luton, mm-hmm. Sunderland. I think Barnsley have a game in hand over Sunderland, but. But yeah. anyway, the the gap there is is you know is pushing in the top three, yeah. And then you've got the top six, no top seven, isn't it? With Peter Rogers slipping down, but there's a big gap again after the after that seventh place. Yeah. So I think bef- usually around the playoffs, it's a bit easier to get into that last sixth position. I think in points difference. Yeah. yeah. So I think this season it's fair to say the top teams will have relatively more points than on average. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I stand on it. I mean, I'll be honest, it not. Not that I'm hoping it's going to be something to worry about, but I really wouldn't want to fall into those playoffs with the teams in there at the moment, to be honest with you. 
Um, you know, and I think it it's good to have this push from Luton. It's great to have the push from Sunderland, Charlton. You know, they, they just keep making us play better, which is you know. I like that. Matt's obviously in a good mood. He he thinks it's a real positive to make us play better. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. That's kind of thing Kenny Jacket might say. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's obviously stole that from an interview or something. No, mate. That's just my professionalism in journalism, mate. I can talk. You know, know know what to say. Know all the right things. It's you know, it worked with women, mate, back in the day. Yeah, Matt's got the charm on. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, um, so basically there was. Uh, 19% of people saying 85 to 90 um, and just a small 12% thought 100 plus I think 100 plus is is possibly for the championship and, or you know the title in my eyes I think mm. maybe they you know, maybe they thought that but I think 100 plus is really like doom and gloom I think we need to yeah, work yeah. out that we're going to share the points with hopefully with Sunderland with Luton with possibly Barnsley making a push as well because yeah you know they might have had a bit of a slump but they've got a really good squad down there yeah, as we all know have, yeah yeah and they'll only probably improve maybe a little bit over January as well yeah so. I'm looking at Sunderland at the moment to see how they improve as well because I'm, I'm worried they're going to spend some decent money actually yeah so they made one obviously straight away was it yesterday or day before when they made Max Power the um, permanent signing he's been on loan at them but they've made it's a controversial isn't it yeah yeah he's got three row cards this season isn't he already I think so yeah Power Max Power. It's a great name. Sounds think, like a razor, doesn't it? It just sounds like the kind of name that you want, like, I don't know. I'm just trying to think. <laughs> it sounds like the kind of name you want to be like, someone's dating or something, Max Power. <laughs> sister's like, I bought Max Power home today. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I'd feel if my uh, my daughter bought home someone called Max Power, to be honest with you. No? No, I'd be a little bit worried. But yeah. Is he, has, I've seen him play, and he's fair, he does jog around a little bit. He does, but he's got a, Bit of a bit of a shot on him, isn't he? A bit of a beast of a shot. Yeah. I think he's actually scored against us a few times, I think, actually. So. I think he reads the magazine. Max Power. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> anyway, anyway, moving on. Off that one, yeah. <laughs> so um you guys, did you Greg said in in on the comments on this one, he said, Well, I think it should be enough. However, after the win today, a bit late on this here and didn't see the vote. So I think that was two days ago. So yeah, just after the Wimbledon game, Greg commented, <laughs> being a little bit late. Uh, he said, 90 points is 11 wins out of 20. We can do it, but I think we'll get 96 points in automatic promotion. Good chance to rotate the squad with two matches coming up, two cup matches coming up. So... Uh, well, we'll get into rotating the squad questions in part three when we do the... A beautiful Norwich preview, but not sure if that's gonna it's gonna happen or not. So, Anthony Davies also put a little comment on it and yeah. said, "90 might usually be enough, but there are at least five teams capable of going on runs of seven or eight wins in a row. So we may need more. Remember, nobody stands out in this league." Lol. Hmm. <laughs> so and. Uh, Talon James said, I see us getting a few losses, yes, but for the majority, we should walk this league. We've done 90% of them once and we'll do them again. Besides Gillingham, fuck Gillingham. Right, well, Talon, I absolutely love your optimism there, mate, and let's hope you are spot on. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, Gillingham, fuck Gillingham. 
Well, Gillingham have just done us over. In Constantly. T- two, two snatch and grab wins. As we said last week, it's not done on that, Matt. You seem to still be annoyed about that. Now, just a quick <laughs> question before we move into the Norwich review. Yes. Greg says that he's, he's happy with the, the Cannon signing. He thinks you could do a centre-back. I think he's not far wrong, to be honest with you. Obviously, we were discussing earlier in the show about the few occasions Walks played at centre-back. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't work for me, really, to be honest with you. Height-wise, particularly... Strength-wise, again... Yeah, but Burge isn't playing enough games. No, no, no. And I, I, I mean, this is this is the thing, really, is I don't think it's a fact that Burge isn't playing because Kenny's not wanting to. I just think the two have been so solid, Matt Clark and Jack Watmore, all season. Mm-hmm. You can't just sort of pull them apart. And I think, although Kenny said that we're going to look after Jack this season, I think a lot of that's also going to come down to Jack saying, I need a rest, yeah. I need a break. So, obviously, Burge can only really rely on that occasion for that You happening. can say that, yeah, but um, you could put that out there that Kenny Jackett should actually take a bit more responsibility for his players' welfare. Not, oh, not, yeah, no, not, I'm not one saying that. No, 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 one second. Just because they're saying about, oh, you know, Jack will know, etc. No. Well, Lee Brown trotted out there, pulled his hamstring, I think, two weeks out. Yep. Which, you know, for me, injury news is terrible. <laughs> I don't know what yeah, I'm going to... you're betting, yeah. Well, I've no, I was betting there. I, just, I don't know if I'm going to predict the score. Get well soon, Lee, if you listen, mate, because I'm rooting for you. Obviously, Nathan Thompson as well, out again. Yeah. These are sort of players that you think, maybe if we had a bit of rest, a bit of rotation, this wouldn't happen? Yeah. Does I Jack Watmore know he's going to pull up or is he going to play through it because he wants to carry on playing? I mean... I see what you're saying. I, I don't disagree with you, but I think a, a player knows their, their body well enough to know when it's not not quite up to standard. I don't think they do. And I think they would be expected to at least say, but I, I also don't believe for one minute that the club aren't monitoring his situation as well. I'm not saying that they're, they're just saying, well, come and tell us when you're not ready. I don't think it would work like that at all. Obviously, you know, physios, doctors would all be working with Jack as well and, and with the club letting them know what the situation is. But... You know, just I'm just saying. I think Jack would also have to take a bit of responsibility for that himself and let them know if he wasn't feeling 100 percent on that situation. I just don't know if he will, but we'll see how that Personally, plays out. I mean, I'll talk about it in part three, but I think Burge might come in at the weekend. Well, we'll talk about that in part three. Yep. Because we've got a bit of news on that. Anyway, let's roll back into part three. So I'm gonna play some little jazzy sound, and we'll be back into part three to preview the Norwich game. Pompey made a fearful trip all the way to Norwich. They had to travel through the horrible lands of Mordor, also known as Ipswich, on a fearful mission to return into the FA Cup fourth round. So welcome back to part three of the PA forecast. And we are travelling up to Norwich, the beautiful, green, sweeping hills of Norwich. Yeah, Matt, excited, mate. I'm so excited. excited. Me and Matt are making the journey up there. I'm, of course, driving because Matt is a lazy sod. He can't drive yet. So I'll be making the journey. Not legally. I told you this before. Mate. Not legally. You haven't got a licence. <laughs> you can't drive. Put that out there, people. If you anyone listening, you definitely can't drive. Can drive a bike, drive. mate. He can ride a bicycle. That's correct. I can steer a bike. I can steer, steer a, a bike. Same thing, you know. Anyway, let's go into the Norwich game. <laughs> yeah. We're playing at Norwich, Carrow Road. Norwich, second in the league in the championship. Yeah. It's going to be a tough test. Massively tough test. Um, Norwich all season have 
been lethal in the last 10 minutes. It's kind of been a bit of a story for them. Really exciting games all season. They've had a 3-0 down against Forest at home, 3-0 in the last like 15 minutes. They had a 4-3 against Derby at home the other day. Derby scored in the 94th minute after light failure at, at the stadium. So they they like to score goals um, and they have a striker who I'm really hoping isn't going to start the game. Timo Puki. Um, he has played Champions League football for Bromby, I believe. Okay. Uh, and he was also... I can't remember, he was out somewhere in one of the European clubs playing in European competition as well, like the Europa League and stuff. So, yeah. you know, and he's a, a Finland international. 16 goals this season for them. Okay. Scores on average 125.8 times... Uh, 125.8 minutes goal, per goal. Right, let's do this again. Stat of the week. <laughs> yeah. Stat of the week. Timo Puki scores every 125 minutes. Every 225 minutes? 125 minutes. That's it. But what was interesting, actually, was... So Timo Puki has 16 goals for Norwich this season. Okay. Their second top goal scorer is Jordan Rhodes, who has eight. But Jordan Rhodes actually has a better goals per minute ratio on 124.4 or something like that. So it's very similar though, but he just just played less games for them basically. He's played less games and therefore he scored eight less, oh yeah, he scored eight less than Timo Puki himself. But Jordan Rhodes is, as I said to you, is the sort of player that is quite a a squad player for Norwich. He doesn't really often start for them due to to Puki scoring 16 for them. Okay. So he he could be likely um, to be one of the lads that starts the game for them. So we're going to have to watch out. I'm sure... Everybody's followed Jordan Rhodes' career. You know, started out in the Ipswich Academy when they had their great times and has gone on for Sheffield Wednesday, Middlesbrough. You know, I think he's played in the Premier League as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we've got to watch out for that. And and obviously everyone knows they're second in the league this season. They're two points off the top. So... Only leads ahead leads of them. ahead of them. Yeah, which I think, you know, everyone was predicting at the start of the season. I don't think anyone predicted Norwich to be second in the table. And I think really... The, the big credit to Norwich is Daniel Falk, who's come in, who's their manager. Yeah. He's he's playing some absolutely incredible football. It's really nice to watch. They, I actually did a, a little scouting mission. Um, I don't know if anyone else saw the game. It was on Sky against Bristol City away. Uh, it did finish tool. And um, the way Bristol City seemed to, to set out against them was pressed quite high. I can't see us doing that at Carrow Road, really. I, As I said to you, my prediction is that Hawkins will start the game. I think he's going to yep. be a really important outlet for us when we need to get the ball away. You know, all season he's, you know, been winning headers for us and, and hopefully Jamal and Curtis won't sit back too deep and will be able to, to run and give him the support they have all season. Mm-hmm. I mean, as we said, Ollie Hawkins before has won the third most aerial challenges across all four divisions. Yeah. Um, in the so that, that's obviously useful, and I think that yeah. when you're playing competition like that, who like to keep the ball and press you with it, it is yeah. good to have an outlet up front. Yeah, they're they're really good on the ball. They're really good with possession, and once they get that ball out wide, it it's all panic stations really. From what I've seen this season in in their games, so we need to be wary of that. They've got a really fantastic right winger called Hernandez. Yeah, he seems to come on as well. He seems to be like a bit of a rotation squad player. Um, but he's very tricky. Slightly reminds me of a Dimitrari at Wolves. So okay. again, I think he's going to be another threat if he makes an appearance at all. So when, you we, know, when we say though, me and Matt have been talking a little bit here. Matt used those uh, key phrases there, squad player. Yeah. Because I mean, I've been talking to some of the Norwich people. Um, done an article that's going to come out 
probably the same day as the podcast you're listening to here. So check it out on the Pompey News on our website uh, from at Along Calls Norwich. Yep. So they're a Pompey, they're, Pompey. they're a Norwich blog uh, <laughs> and podcast. So yeah, cheers guys for doing the article with us. But they're saying that they expect only a couple of first team regulars to start the game. So yes. huge sort of um, squad movement from Norwich. Only maybe two or three. It, you were sort, it sort of sounds to me like a lot of these players haven't played together. Maybe not quite the same team, same team you'd see normally. No, no, no. Which is, you know, I think you described it to me slightly as almost like a checker trade trophy squad. Yeah. Like we have. Very unfamiliar. So I'm hoping the likes of Rhodes, which I would say are squad players to them, aren't quite what they're thinking and they're thinking a li- maybe a little bit less maybe a lot of lads that don't get in in the squad at all they mean they, they got a draw against um was it Brentford the other day yeah they drew they drew with Brentford yeah know. 1-1 but apparently it was a bit of a snatch and grab equaliser it sort was. of rescued a point almost and again it was it was late as well um you know which they've been doing all season you know it makes you you worry because you know we've proven all season how strong we are at the back but if we're going if they are going to play the same way they have done in the championship it it kind of concerns me that they'll end up grinding us down with the speed and the the way they get the ball out quick mm. you know it, it's a shame to to hear that if if that is the case if norwich are going to rest a lot of first team players i mean there's a, there's a lot of players i would like to see personally up there you know there's there's some england under 18s that play for them they've got max Aarons at right back you know he's been quite big for them this season done well so i mean it is a shame but at the same time as we were saying it's really a, a massive opportunity for us to come home and and have a fourth round tie and be in the hat on monday night for for that draw you know yeah for real definitely I think I'd be absolutely over the moon, mate. Static if we can get a win at Norwich and go into the yeah. fourth round. Because then, let's be honest, Pompey fans, we're in League One. We would like to go somewhere, somewhere jazzy, somewhere cool, and, yeah. and different stadium. Let, let's get a Premier League team. Let's yeah. get more someone away. Yeah. Let's yeah. go on a trip to to United whilst they're playing absolute shit and take the piss out well, of them. Well, unfortunately, not at the moment. Well, <laughs> yeah. I'm still going with that. Why not? <laughs> Yeah, you love it. I mean, I'd, I'd take any Premier League tie, really, mate, in all honesty, apart from like a Bournemouth or something. No offence to Bournemouth. I'm We've weird. just seen them so much in pre-season. We've pre- seen them so much all well. the time. And, you know, their ground's not the biggest. It's not the, like, glamour No, we wouldn't get we to want. go, would we? No, but let, let's let's worry about that once we've come out of the, the end of this tie and hopefully, you know, with, with a win, it, it's going to be really tough no matter what. I think the one thing I would say is Carrow Road is a little bit... You know, wider than than Fratton Park, so yeah. hopefully that will give the opportunity for the lads to spread the ball around. You know, run into space. I think Ronan Curtis is really going to enjoy this game, yeah. and I think Jamal will as well. And I think we we need to to settle the game quite quickly. You know, put our stamp on it and and maybe take a little bit of control off of them and then show that we're there to to actually you know win the game. And hopefully, you know, they'll take a step back a little bit and say, actually, do you know what? You know, this is going to be a big tie. And it is. And I'm sure they're expecting a, a really tough game from us. They you know? they know that we're um, we're going to come, make some noise, etc. Um, they also, let us know, Pompey fans, what you think about this. But they wanted to know what, what you, we our thoughts were on their singing section. So, yeah. um, I mean, they've got a dedicated singing section in Carra Road. So be sure to make your point of view known at the ground yeah. if you're there yeah. but yeah. yeah let us know what you think personally I think that it discourages other stands and other areas from singing yeah, she's like well I'm not in the singing section so I'll just yeah. I don't know I'll just sit here and listen to my pod 
Well, that's it. And I, and I think it's slightly almost mocking the, the other fans, really, if you if you don't... You have to make, like, a, a sort of... Here he goes. Just couldn't help himself, could he? Had to, had to stick it in there. Just before the game, the players come out. It's their version of my goalfield. Oh, the amount of clubs that have ridiculous music and pyrotechnics for a game now is crazy. Yeah. But, I mean, I'll be honest. It, it, I think I haven't really overly thought too much about the score. I think... Depends on the team they put out there. That's the problem. The one, the one thing that I've said, and I think everybody's saying, really, is it's a free shot this weekend. Yeah, yeah. No expectations for once. You know, every yeah. week these players go into a game thinking, right, we've got to win this. Yes. We've got to keep above Luton. We've got to keep above Sunderland. This really is a go and enjoy yourself. Go and play a team in the championship. Go and prove that you, you be- we belong there as a team. They, they're going to want to go out there. I tell you what, they're going to be fired up. You can, I can imagine Ronan Curtis and Jamal Lowe going to give me little slaps and going, yeah. "Come on, boys, let's get this." Jack Bay and Bongo on Ben Thompson's head. And, That's it. You know, yeah, yeah. But they are. They're, they're, they're big time up for it. Some people might say, "Well, you know, if it's a free shot, is the pressure on them to win so much, and therefore are they going to perform?" I no. don't doubt that at no. all. Not at all. No, the, everyone's seen it all season. The, the amount of, you know, squad togetherness and and willing to win all season. The amount of times we've had to fight hard for wins a season. I've got no doubt that we're going to go up there and really push for it. And do you know what? No shame if we come away from this result losing, as long as we don't lose badly and, and you know, really reflect yeah. ourselves badly. Just put the effort in, we'll be happy. I'll be honest, though, a little bit of injury news, obviously. I'm sure everyone's heard. Obviously, Lee Brown's out injured. I might have mentioned that earlier on in the, in the podcast. But might just squeeze back for the Blackpool game. Yes, yes, apparently that's true. Uh, Nathan Thompson is obviously... Also injured. A couple of weeks. Yeah, he? a couple yeah. of weeks out. Uh, ben Close now, apparently, today it was announced that he's also injured. A couple of weeks out as well. Luke McGee has been injured for yep. the last couple of weeks as well. Luke's still injured. I think that's why we've got Alex Bass we on have, the bench. Yeah. So, yeah, again, I'm quite a fan of Alex Bass and I see him back. We haven't got... Do you think we'll miss having Lee Brown, sort of the, the experience, Thompson sort of... Players, or do you think we'll be fine playing the same as I'm now? Houndstrip on the left, walks on the right. Is it are they defensively as sound? I think, yeah, I, I think they are. I I don't worry when when I see Houndstrip in the lineup. To be honest with you, it's not something that that's ever really put too much panic into me. No. I always feel like he's quite steady, does a good job, good delivery as well. Yeah, fantastic delivery. Obviously. I mean, Dion Donoghue is back and available for selection this well, weekend. As soon as I said, great delivery. Yeah, you did actually. It, it <laughs> I did just spring, triggered yeah, it in your mind. To me, trigger it. And I mean, Dion has played obviously a few times this season and he's played really well. No, he, he has, has played, played really well. Since we saw him at the Crawley game and, you know, he scored in that game. Unfortunately, Crawley kind of took the death out of that game, but he, he did play well, you know, through, throughout the game until he was taken off later in the second half. So th- there's plenty of options there, but I can't see. Hamstruck but getting dropped, to be honest with you. He's played the no. last two games. No, he's no, he's not, really he's not well. getting dropped, he's playing. He's so, playing. I, I saw um, Kenny Jacket and Joe Gallon came out with a, a voice of support saying how comfortable they feel with Hamstruck playing in the team, yeah, yeah. which is, just points everything towards other selection issues. I was listening to Christian Burgess today with um, the awesome James Robbins on Express FM. He said that he was looking forward to watching the game. Okay. He didn't mean to, it came out. He's, yeah. He basically said, looking at it, and then he had to sort of backtrack and say, well, I've not found out. He's not, they don't find the team out till tomorrow. Yeah. But he said, well, from either on the pitch or in the stand, 
But let's be honest, it, it sounded a little bit to me like, and to James, who actually pulled him up on the, on the question, yeah. that he's not expecting to start. So, yeah, I mean, I, I know I've, I've heard Joe's, Joe Gallon's interview today. He said that we're, we're going up there with a strong squad. I mean, the, the great thing is, you know, as we've said, th- this is really a free shot. And at the end of the day, we've got the Czech, uh, can't spit words out now, the Czech trade trophy game. Uh, midweek against Southend. Yeah. Time for the lads to rest. That's a week's rest, you know. That's a big rest for us and you know there shouldn't really be any excuses at home to Blackpool. No. Unless I, I anyone turns it around and goes, Oh, they're a bit rusty, you know. <laughs> no. And you're never gonna win, are you? No, but, I'm having that. No. Um I mean it, it's a good opportunity to to then get the lads like Christian Burgess out. There's talk of it being a farewell for Danny Rose as well. Hope that's not the case. You know, I think as we said before, he's a big character at the club. He does a lot for the community. Mm-hmm. You know, so it'd be a shame to see a lad like that go. But at the end of the day, if he wants first team football, I completely appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, I appreciate that. He's done a lot for the club, and we would wish you the best of luck, Danny. If that is the case. Um, other question is people have been obviously talking about Ben Thompson. He's expected to play. He's he's available. I think he plays the game. Uh, we just need to see. This will probably be, I don't want to say definitively, he's probably going back to Millwall, he is going back, and I, well, we don't know yet, but it's not looking likely that he'll come back. We'll see what happens. Yeah, that's that's one for the the next few days. We'll just put that out there. Yeah, yeah, we'll just keep you yeah. hanging on that one. Yeah, we'll that one. <laughs> yeah. Right, so, score prediction, Matty boy, what are you thinking? Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for a 1-0 smash and grab. I think we're going to defend well. I can see a solid performance. And I think the goal's going to come from Hansdrop. Hugh, Hugh wants me to say a Hansdrop, just say a left back. A 40 yard screamer? No, no, I, don't, no. I wasn't even saying that. I don't know what he's on about. No, 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 of course not. Carry on, mate. What do you think? Who's going to score? I'm going for Ronan Curtis. Ronan Curtis, yeah. the man of the moment. He's been playing well the last few games. Put himself on the transfer uh, market. People will yeah. look at see him score against Norwich. They'll be like, right, sign him up. Well, if interestingly on that, that situation just quickly, Mark Catlin has come out tonight and said, absolutely no way do we need to sell anybody. No, we don't. We haven't got any debt. We don't need to service it. All good. So, Panic over. No one's going anywhere. Ronan's going to pop up with a flick on from Ollie on a counter-attack. Buried. End of. We're all going to go home happy and watch the draw on Monday night see where we're going. Like that. Right, I'm going to go with 2-1. Okay. It's a classic Pompey score. Yes. Away from home. Yeah. I think they've got the ability to score a goal against us if we are going to score. And if we are going to win, we're going to score two goals. Yeah. I'm going to go with a lovely goal from Matt Clark. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be... Is that from the heads up from Burge on Express earlier? Yeah. So little, little, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I did ask Christian Burgess on Express FM which defender he thought was most likely to score. If you weren't listening, he said Matt Clark followed by Anton Walks. So, to be honest, it is a Matt Clark kind of fixture, isn't it? For oh, Clark, yes. A classic Also... Goal. I, I, what I want to see is Matt Clark score the header and then just run towards the the homestand. <laughs> yeah, celebrate, yeah. yeah. Exit yeah. switch. Yeah, Massive yeah. celebration. Matt, if you get booked for it, who cares? Go yeah. for it, son. Do it, yeah. Yeah, so Matt Clark, one of the goals. Other goal is going to be Jamolo because the man is on fire at the moment. He is. Let's see him follow up a little Ronan Curtis shot again. Little tap in. It would make it look as easy as pie. 2-1, bish bash bosh. Like it. I'm, I like the confidence. I, I'd, I'd love to see two goals up there, don't get me wrong. But 
the same time, if if it's a one 0 I'll take anything, mate. I just just come away, you know. What, what about a replay? No, 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 no. We just don't need that fixture build-up, especially not this time of the year. Especially what about people that can't see Norwich at away now? They can get a ticket. Well, come on, mate. Don't put me in the spot <laughs> like that. Sorry, everyone, but no, definitely not. <laughs> All right, Poppy fans. Just before we go, I want to say uh, Greg actually messaged me and said he wants to find out how you listen to the PO forecast. Obviously, just put this out there. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. Greg said he's a SoundCloud man, man himself. So, if, yeah. if, if everyone could just let us know what your preferred method of listening to, to us Babylon is, then yeah, that would be appreciated. Just because uh, then we can work out what to tweet it out on, etc. Because, yeah, we just don't know what we're doing, basically. So, we thought we'd ask you a lot. Yeah, yeah. So, right. Oh, <laughs> last thing. Yep. Me and Matt will be at the game. Uh, we're staying at the Holiday Inn next yeah, to Carroll Road. Holiday Inn Express. If anyone wants to have a chat, do whatever. Catch up. Yeah, yeah, just give us a shout. Message us on Twitter. And yeah, we'll have a bit of a laugh. Yep. All right. Cheers, Pompey fans. And until next time, 